You're listening to the Food Heals Podcast. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. All right. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining me. I'm Allison Melody. Today, it's part two of our Food Heals book club series where I'm just reading chapters from my book, Food Heals Physical, Emotional, and Spiritual Stories to Nourish Your Soul and Transform Your Health. And if you haven't read the book yet, it's kind of like an anthology of Food Heals stories similar to Chicken Soup for the Soul. I'm calling it Vegan Chicken Soup for the Soul. Um, But I put together a collection of beautiful healing stories just with the intention to inspire readers that the body is designed to heal itself if given the tools that it needs to do so. So these are really great stories. Every single one gives me chills when I read them, and I hope you feel the messages through this audio version that I'm making for you. So on today's episode, we've got chapters five through eight. Chapter five is From Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead to Thriving by Joe Cross. Chapter six is Food Helped Heal My Cancer by Chris Wark. Chapter seven is Healing Not Good Enough by Whitney Lauritsen, and chapter eight is The Power of Putting Action Behind the Law of Attraction by Adam Shibley. And if you're enjoying listening to these stories and you'd like to get a physical copy of the book into your hands or as a gift for a loved one who may be struggling with their health right now, you can get the book on Amazon or the direct link is foodhealsnation.com book. And when I'm done recording these stories for you, Food Heals Nation, then the book will be available on Audible as well. All right, let's dive right in. Roll it, Roxy. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. Chapter 5, From Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead to Thriving by Joe Cross. I found that we humans spend the first 40 years of our lives trying to kill ourselves and the next 40 trying to stay alive. That was certainly the case for me. I started putting on weight around age 20, and by the time I was 40 years old, I was more than 100 pounds overweight. I was stressed, I smoked cigarettes, I wasn't exercising, and I was eating all processed and refined foods. I thought a vegetable was something you put on your hamburger. Not only was I fat, but I was sick, too. At the age of 32, I woke up one day, and my entire body was swollen and itchy. I went straight to the hospital, but they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me, so they just started pumping me full of steroids. I was later diagnosed with an autoimmune disease called chronic urticaria. I knew the situation wasn't great, but I thought, lucky me to live in an age of modern medicine. I don't need to change my life. I can just fix it all with a pill. When I asked my doctor when I could get off the pills, he told me the bad news. Never. In all likelihood, I'd be on medications for the rest of my life. But I still wasn't ready to take responsibility for my own health. Instead, I decided to visit every doctor I could find. Surely, one of them would fix me. For the next five years, I traveled around the world and spent a ridiculous amount of money consulting with every doctor who was willing to see me. They took my blood out. They put my blood back in. They put me on a hundred different medications, but nothing seemed to work. So then, I thought I'd try alternative medicine. 
If Western medicine wasn't doing the trick, maybe non-traditional therapies held the key. I went to witch doctors, I took mud baths, I consulted with experts in Chinese medicine. I tried everything I could find, but still, nothing seemed to work. Then, on the eve of my 40th birthday, I looked in the mirror and I was shocked at what I saw looking back at me. Could this fat, sick man really be me? And finally, after all those years, I had my aha moment. Maybe I didn't need more doctors or more therapies. Maybe what I really needed all along was just to listen to my own body. I thought back to something that one of my doctors had told me on my years-long medical walkabout. You know, Joe, 70% of diseases are caused by lifestyle choices. I finally allowed myself to really process that truth. 70% of all diseases we suffer are caused by things we do to ourselves. They are caused by what we eat, what we drink, how we process stress, how much sleep we get or don't. I went down that list and I realized that if lifestyle was a report card, I was earning an F in every class. I was failing my own body through the choices that I made every day. In that moment, I realized how much I'd been prioritizing wealth instead of health. I knew I needed to overhaul my entire value system and focus on healing myself. I decided to take the same approach to health that I'd taken in business, logic. Humans are the top species on earth. How did we get here? Well, for most of our time on this planet, we weren't eating Big Macs and corn syrup. We got to where we are by eating plants. After all, what are plants but energy harnessed directly from the sun? So I reasoned that the best approach would be to return to what my ancestors ate. I decided to try eating only plants for two years. And if after that I was still sick, well, then I just have to accept that I was part of that unlucky 30% who couldn't cure themselves by changing their lifestyle. I still saw a problem though. I needed to consume all of these fruits and vegetables for their energy, but I still needed to lose weight. So I jump-started my journey with juicing. For 60 days, I consumed only juice. Kale juice, apple juice, pineapple juice, cucumber juice, as many juices as I could manage. I followed an 80-20 rule, which was 80% vegetables to 20% fruits, to make sure I wasn't consuming too much sugar, and I tried to mix it up as much as possible to make sure I was getting a wide variety of nutrients. For those first 60 days, I drank six glasses of juice a day. I won't lie, the first five days were rough. My body was detoxing from everything I'd been pumping into it for 40 years, and the emotional attachment that we have to food is huge. But after I got through those first few days, I felt absolutely fantastic. Not only did I lose 82 pounds in the first 60 days of juicing, but I was feeling like a million bucks. When my 60-day juice cleanse was complete, I switched to my current plant-based diet. I ate only fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, and whole grains, harnessing the power of the sun, just like my ancestors did. I continued losing weight, my cholesterol levels dropped, and within months, I was fully off all my medications. Doctors had been telling me for years that I would need to take these pills for the rest of my life, and here I was, completely pill-free, after five months of a plant-based diet. 
I have a lot of respect for doctors, and I believe that they mean well. But if you only eat food made from people in white coats, you're only going to start seeing people in white coats. It's not that my doctors didn't tell me I could cure myself with a plant-based diet for some nefarious reason. It's just that they didn't think I would actually do it. All they had the power to do was to prescribe pills. The power to make lifestyle changes was all up to me. I was so inspired by how juicing and a plant-based diet healed my body that I knew I had to share my journey with the world. I created the film Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead to show everyone the incredible effect that fruits and vegetables had on my life and to hopefully inspire people to make similar changes in their own lives. I've since released a sequel, Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead 2, about maintaining these strategies long-term. I've published several books and made another film called The Kids Menu, and I started the organization Reboot with Joe. I love talking with people all across the world about the incredible power of plants and now have many programs and products to help people on this journey. I believe our cells are meant to function well, that they're meant to play in perfect harmony with this beautiful symphony of life. We just have to treat them with respect and to think about our health holistically. And for me, the number one way that I do it is with the fuel that I put into my body. Food absolutely does heal. If I can do it, you can do it too. It's never too late to reboot your health. As a celebrated health and wellness leader, Joe Cross inspires others to get healthy and lose weight through juicing and eating more plants and vegetables. Joe transformed from being obese and sick with a crippling autoimmune disease to losing weight and feeling his best during his 60-day juice fast, which he named a reboot. Follow his journey at rebootwithjoe.com. And Joe was on Food Heals Podcast episodes 4 and 73. I love Joe. It was a pleasure to meet him multiple times. I interviewed him for my film, Powered by Plants. I've interviewed him on Food Heals, and he is just such an inspiration, and I definitely recommend his film to anyone who wants to be inspired to the incredible body's ability to heal itself. By 60 days of juicing, Joe transformed his health. If he can do it, any of us can. Love this story so much. Food Heals Nation, you know that I love Just Thrive Health's probiotics. Well, they have a new product and I have a new discount code for you. So listen up. So Just Thrive probiotic and antioxidant gummies have recently launched. And from now until August 7th, you can get your probiotic antioxidant gummies for 20% off using the discount code FOODHEALS. Now, why choose Just Thrive probiotic gummies? Because they're spore-based, they arrive 100% alive in your gut for maximum impact. Unlike, sadly, other probiotic brands where the probiotic strains die before they hit the gut. Plus, Just Thrive probiotics contain the most well-researched DNA-verified strains. These probiotics will help with bloating, gas, and constipation, plus they're clinically proven to address leaky gut in just 30 days. These probiotics are so great. When you take one, the strains last for 30 days. So every time you take one, you are literally investing in the future of your own gut health. How amazing is that? Plus, these probiotics will boost your energy, improve your sleep, 
promote clear skin, encourage a healthy body mass, and as always, they're paleo, keto, and vegan. They're non-GMO and made without any gluten, soy, dairy, nuts, salt, or histamines. They're safe for kids and safe to be taken during pregnancy. And they're backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. So for any reason you're not satisfied, you can get a full refund, no questions asked. They taste great, and I think your kids will love them too. So get your probiotic gummies by going over to justthrivehealth.com. Use the discount code FOODHEALS. You'll save 20% off your gummies. Anything else you want on the site, as always, you can get for 15% off using the discount code FOODHEALS15. Enjoy those probiotic gummies. Chapter 6. Food Helped Heal My Cancer by Chris Wark. I was only 26 years old, and it was two days before Christmas when I received the worst news of my life. I had cancer. Up until that point, I was a typical American. I was constantly stressed, and I ate a lot of junk food, but I figured I looked fine, and I felt healthy, so what was the problem? Except that I didn't feel healthy. Not really. I had this deep abdominal pain that would come and go, but because it wasn't a steady, unrelenting pain, I figured it couldn't be that serious. I thought I just had an ulcer. In 2003, I finally went in for a colonoscopy where doctors discovered a golf ball-sized tumor in my colon. They took a biopsy of the tumor and then they called me with the bad news. I had colon cancer. I was in shock. I was so young. I thought I was healthy and I'd just gotten married two years prior. How many anniversaries did I have left? How many birthdays? Was this going to be my story? My whole world was turned upside down. A week after Christmas, I had surgery to remove the tumor. When I woke up, a doctor was there to deliver even more bad news. It was worse than we thought. Stage 3C. The cancer had spread to my lymph nodes, and my only option, or so the doctors told me, was 9 to 12 months of chemotherapy. I was overwhelmed and doped up on pain medication, but a few things had already started to make me think, started to make me question what I was being told. The very first meal they served me after my surgery was a sloppy joe. That's right, the staple of summer camp, grade school, and prison lunch lines was also being served to cancer patients. Red meat is a group 2 carcinogen. Of course, I didn't know that back then, but I just knew that something felt wrong. Then I asked the doctor if there were any foods I should avoid. After all, they just cut out a section of my guts and sewed me back together. But his response was surprisingly blasé. Nah, just don't lift anything heavier than a beer. The truth started sinking in. The medical industry doesn't care about nutrition. Recovering from surgery at home, I saw the train of chemotherapy barreling down the tracks towards me. I was afraid, and not just because I knew it would be tough. The idea of poisoning myself just didn't make sense. I wanted to build my body back up, not tear it down more. But I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if there was an alternative. My wife and I prayed about it. I asked God to please give me a sign. If there was another way, a way to fight my cancer without chemo. Two days later, a book arrived at my doorstep. The book, sent to me by a friend of my dad's, was all about healing cancer through healthy eating. The author had healed his own colon cancer using healthy living and nutrition. I was only a few chapters in when I started to cry. There, reading this book alone on my couch, it all hit me. Maybe it was my lifestyle that was killing me. 
And if that was true, maybe I had the tools to heal myself too. It worked for this guy, and he's just a regular human, I thought. I'm human. Maybe it can work for me. I immediately called my wife. My thoughts and plans all started bursting forth over the phone. I was going to get a juicer, I was going to switch to a raw food diet, and I wasn't going to do chemotherapy. And my lovely wife, sitting there in her cubicle, staring at spreadsheets, did her very best to listen and understand. Our friends and family members, however, were not so on board. Don't you think if there was a better way, the doctors would know about it, they demanded, terrified for my life? I know someone who tried alternative therapy for their cancer and they died. So there I was with this terrible reality and this impossible decision weighing on me. And everyone from the traditional medical industry to my family was telling me that I was crazy. But I called my mom and to my wonderful surprise, she was incredibly supportive. She actually had a whole library of books about nutrition and natural healing at home. I decided that regardless of what I was going to do about chemotherapy, I needed to make massive changes to my diet and lifestyle. I adopted a 100% raw food diet and started juicing carrots right away. It all made sense to me. God created fruits and vegetables for us to sustain us and keep us healthy. Our bodies don't need anything that comes in a package or anything that's made in a factory. The earth already has everything that we need. But my other family members pressured me into seeing a doctor again. The appointment didn't go so great. The oncologist told me I had a 60% chance of making it five years. Not a 60% chance of being cured, mind you, just of being alive. I asked him about alternative therapies and he shut me down immediately. If you don't do chemotherapy, he told me, you're insane. Not only that, but he also told me I couldn't eat a raw food diet because it would fight the chemo, but apparently sloppy joes and beers were fine for cancer patients. It didn't add up. The oncologist used fear to manipulate me, and on my way out, I did what a cancer patient is supposed to do. I made an appointment to start chemotherapy in a few weeks. I was hopeless, discouraged, and afraid, but I went home and fired up my juicer and stuck with my holistic healing plan. Three weeks later, when the time came for my chemo port installation, I knew that I had to say no. I wasn't ready to do chemotherapy, so I opted out. I didn't know what the future had in store for me, but I knew I wanted to focus on building up my body, not tearing it down further. I made a decision to live or die on my own terms, and I knew that chemotherapy was always an option down the road if I couldn't restore my health. I slowly put together a support system, my wife, my mom, a naturopath, and an integrative oncologist. I realized that cancer isn't the cause of a sick body, it's the effect of a sick body. Rather than poisoning my body with the toxic chemotherapy, I overdosed on nutrition instead. I ate only raw natural foods and I drank so much carrot juice that I turned orange. And part of living or dying on my own terms meant thinking about the future. I realized how much I wanted to be a dad. It was a big decision after all. We didn't know how long I'd be around. But my brave, amazing wife said yes, not knowing how long I would be around to help her raise our child. Thirteen months later, I was back in the hospital. But this time, I wasn't there because of cancer. This time, I was there to welcome our beautiful baby girl into the world. 
Today, my daughter is 14 years old and her younger sister is 10, and I'm healthy, strong, and cancer-free. I'm not on a 100% raw diet anymore, but I still eat an organic, whole foods, plant-based diet to maintain my health. I've come to view the terminology we use around cancer, battling cancer, fighting cancer, to be the wrong way of looking at it. It's not about fighting your body. It's about giving it the support it needs to heal itself. Regardless of which therapies you choose, the best way to support your body's ability to heal is with the natural foods that the earth provides for us. Fruits and vegetables, nuts, seeds, legumes, whole grains, and fresh juices. Restoring your health and reversing chronic disease often requires massive action and radical diet and lifestyle changes, which aren't easy. But when you realize that your choices today create your life tomorrow and that your choices can mean the difference between life and death, it's all worth it. Chris Wark is a global wellness leader and author of the national best-selling book, Chris Beat Cancer, a comprehensive plan for healing naturally. He has made many appearances on radio, television, and documentaries, including the award-winning documentary film, The C Word. Chris inspires countless people to take control of their health and reverse disease with a radical transformation of diet and lifestyle. He reaches millions of people per year through his website and social media channels. Connect with Chris at chrisbeatcancer.com. And Chris has appeared on Food Heals Podcast episode 236. I love this story. I was very, very moved by the fact that his wife was like, yes, let's have a baby together, just trusting and knowing that it was going to be okay. I definitely had the chills during that moment. And Chris does help people juice their way back to health and use a plant-based vegan diet to beat cancer. So you can read more about that on his website and definitely get his book called Chris Beat Cancer. Food Heals Nation, are your days suffering due to lack of sleep? Are you having insomnia where you just can't stop thinking all night long and it's preventing you from falling asleep? We all know that a complete night of sleep is absolutely essential when we're working towards optimizing our wellness and general well-being. That's why I love Cured's Sleep Bundle. It combines their best-selling Zen and their most potent CBN, and it's the answer to guaranteeing that you get that full night of sleep every single night. So what is it? Well, Zen is a blend of functional mushrooms, adaptogens, and full-spectrum cannabinoids. The CBN extract is a lesser-known cannabinoid found in the hemp plant. These supplements were designed to support the two most critical stages of your body's natural sleep cycle, REM sleep and non-REM deep sleep. Then we've got Cured's Raw CBN Oil. It's got 30 milligrams of CBD and 5 milligrams of CBN. And together, the CBD and CBN create this synergistic whole body effect. You'll start to feel it when it starts to kick in. You kind of notice every inch of your body softening into this deep state of relaxation. And once you're asleep, Zen is there to ensure that your body is successfully cycling in and out of non-REM deep sleep into REM and back again. 
Some people can't fall asleep. Some people can't stay asleep. And then there are those that fall asleep and stay asleep, but still struggle to spend enough time in each of these really important sleep stages. So no matter what it is that's keeping you from true rest and restoration, this sleep bundle is your solution. You can shop for the sleep bundle and all my favorites right now at curednutrition.com slash food heals. Plus the sleep bundle is actually on sale right now. So you can get it on sale and use the discount code food heals to save an additional 20% off. What a deal. Thank you so much to cured for that discount. Again, it's all over at curednutrition.com slash food heals. Click on the sleep bundle, get your discount today and enjoy deep restorative sleep. Sleep well, food heals nation. Chapter seven, healing not good enough by Whitney Lauritsen. I was about 10 years old when I started believing that my body wasn't good enough. Around that time, I had an interest in acting and dreamed of being in TV shows and movies. As a part of my quest to achieve this, a friend of my parents with on-camera experience gave me some tips. During our conversation, she took out a measuring tape and placed it around my waist, concluding that I might not be trim enough for casting agents. She showed me some exercises, and then I took it upon myself to find more ways to slim down. Not long after that, a friend my age shared how she lost weight. She didn't eat for a day. How easy! That was the beginning of a lifelong obsession with getting my body to be the right size. Along with associating success with physical measurements, I concluded that boys would never like me because I was teased for having big lips and looking chubby in my bathing suit, all before the age of 13. The heartbreaking part? I'm not alone. It seems like a rite of passage for girls to experience external criticism for their bodies. What some may think of as a harmless comment can spark a long battle with body dysmorphia, eating disorders, and low self-esteem. Many of us spend most of our lives feeling not good enough and trying to mold ourselves into what we think looks acceptable and desirable. Between the ages of 13 and 18, I tried every trick in the book. Low-fat meals, diet shakes, sugar-free soda, appetite suppression pills, fitness plans from magazines, workout videos, and purging. I'm not sure what triggered the beginning of the latter because now it's a distant memory, but I vividly recall how it came to an end. When I first started, purging meals felt like a great solution to counterbalance my love for food. To this day, I love food so much and deeply enjoy trying new flavors and textures. Like a typical teenager, I felt joy snacking after school with my friends. Yet, as my insecurities about my body evolved, I felt a lot of shame about what I ate and how I ate. I felt confused about calories, fat, sugar, oil, and salt. I didn't understand what moderation meant. Working out didn't give me the results I wanted, and all of the weight loss tricks I tried didn't seem to help much either. So I decided that purging was the best option. It became my go-to whenever I felt like I ate too much and feared that it would add on more pounds. Things changed my freshman year of college. Something inside me realized that I had a problem and I should get help. Somehow I found the courage to bring it up to a nurse during a physical, and she recommended that I see a specialist. First, I went to see a nutritionist, which felt like a waste of time because everything she mentioned about food seemed very logical. Doesn't everyone know that fruits and vegetables are healthy choices? 
Knowledge wasn't going to fix my disordered relationship with my body. I needed emotional support, so that's what was recommended next. A few sessions with a therapist were truly life-changing. She was the first to ask me why I was purging. Not a surface-level why, a deep-down, inside why. She helped me explore my emotions, experiences, and relationships like never before. I had some aha moments that impacted my life from then on. It was like a switch that was flipped and everything clicked. I haven't purged since. My self-esteem about my body is still a work in progress. Even though I no longer purge, every day I hear a little voice inside my head telling me that I'm not doing enough to make my body look right. I frequently examine my body in the mirror. Even on the days when I feel good about it, I always find something that needs work. Fortunately, the voice is quieter than it was in my teens, and I have developed more tools to shift out of negative thinking. I'm not sure it will ever be silent, but I hope it becomes a faint whisper one day. It was during the same year of my first therapy sessions that I was introduced to veganism. I attended a liberal college that served vegan ice cream and other plant-based options in the cafeteria. The next year, I met a cool student who was vegan, and our conversations about it sparked my curiosity. The year after that, a guy I had a crush on went vegan, and I figured I might impress him if I tried the diet myself. Little did I know that eating a plant-based diet would have another enormous positive impact on my relationship with food and my body. At first, I dabbled in the vegetarian diet. Within months, my body completely transformed. Pounds slipped off by simply avoiding meat and dairy. People often asked me what my secret was, and their positive attention gave me a sense of physical confidence I don't recall ever feeling prior to that. Six months into being vegetarian, I upgraded to the vegan diet, and I felt so in alignment with the lifestyle that I never turned back. My body felt and looked better than ever, in my opinion, and most importantly, I felt like I could eat freely without the urge to purge or criticize my food choices. Veganism felt magical. For the first few years, I thought I could eat anything and not gain a pound or even get sick. While that's the case for some people, unfortunately, it's not always like that for me. The weight I lost started to come back on. My arms, face, and stomach began to look inflamed, and I developed very unpleasant allergy-like symptoms that doctors couldn't diagnose. Once again, I felt in a battle with my body, but this time I was determined to find a healthy way to change it. I went on a hunt to get to the root of my allergies or whatever it was that was causing my body to frequently sneeze, flare up, and drain my energy. I tried every natural remedy I could find at the markets, plus Eastern health modalities like acupuncture. When I ran out of ideas, I even resorted to medical prescriptions like nasal sprays because I couldn't stand how awful I felt most days of the week. I finally discovered the magic of nasal washing with a neti pot, which relieved most of my sinus challenges. But ultimately, there was something still off until a friend visited me. For my birthday one year, my best friend flew to Los Angeles to celebrate. When she arrived, she explained that she was experimenting with a gluten-free diet, something that was slowly becoming a new health trend. It felt easier to exclude gluten from both of our plates while she was in town, so I joined her in creative conquests to avoid wheat and other glutinous products. It was fun and pretty easy, so much so that I kept going even after she left. And within weeks, I started to feel better. 
Similar to how the plant-based diet helped me feel more positive about my food choices, going gluten-free helped me discover that I was sensitive to certain foods. My trial run encouraged me to experiment with removing or reducing other ingredients from my meals. Much to my surprise, I discovered that I have reactions to soy, corn, and almonds. Taking those out of my diet put an end to the symptoms I had struggled with my entire life, including chronic sneezing, scalp itchiness, digestive challenges, and inflammation. In addition to shedding uncomfortable health challenges, I shed much of the weight and bloating I had struggled with most of my life. No more battles. Nutrition, fitness, and overall wellness have become passions of mine. I enjoy finding ways to feel my best and appreciate my body for how it looks in the present moment. While in the past I found health confusing and overwhelming, I now find it fascinating and empowering. I find joy in learning new ways to care for my body and how to embrace whatever flaws I used to perceive, so much so that I built a career around teaching others about wellness so they too can heal. I give credit to wellness, mentally and physically, for helping me heal inside and out. Learning how to navigate my emotions and reactions through therapy and spirituality was deeply impactful. And equal credit goes to my dietary changes, which taught me how to be in touch with my body like never before. It's incredibly empowering to feel love, appreciation, and friendship with my body. While I may never be fully free of the critical self-talk, I'm grateful that I'm no longer under its spell. And doesn't everyone wish to break free of those mental chains? Since 2008, Whitney Lauritsen has been creating video content, digital products, and online trainings about healthy living and wellness entrepreneurship. She is the founder of several brands, Eco Vegan Gal, Wellevator, and Creative Wealth, and is the author of Healthy Organic Vegan on a Budget. Receive personal and professional guidance at WhitneyLauritsen.com. And Whitney has appeared on multiple episodes of Food Heals. The whole list is in the book. I'm not going to read them out to you now because there's way too many to list. Um, but she's become a great friend of the show. And her book is excellent as well. If you want to learn how to get healthy, organic, and eat vegan on a budget, I would definitely check it out. Food Heals Nation, on this podcast and in the book, Food Heals, we talk a lot about detoxing. I love detoxing. It's changed my life. It's obviously changed so many people's lives that we've interviewed on this very show. But detox is often a word that can be super misunderstood. In a broader sense, it just means, let's say, to abstain from unhealthy substances. In a more specific use of the term detox or detoxing or detoxifying, this is your cell's natural ability to separate and remove toxins from the body so that you can thrive, so that you can feel better. Many popular cleanses and fasts achieve both forms of detoxing. When you abstain from unhealthy foods or foods with toxins, for example, this could be called a detox. If you're doing a fast, your cells are participating in autophagy, which is cleaning out the body's damaged cells, including those that are clinging to toxins. So whether it's fasting, juice fasting, or just abstaining from certain foods, I love to cleanse, detox, and fast. Now, there's another way to encourage a daily natural detox in your body, and that's through a chelating effect of very particular superfoods. Superfoods like moringa, chlorella, 
and spirulina have been shown to miraculously bind to those harmful toxins in the human body and start removing them. That's why I drink Organifi juice every single day because it has all three of these amazing superfoods plus eight others in one delicious, easy to mix blend. So all I do is I take one scooper, I put it in water or I put it in my smoothie, depending on where I am, what I'm doing that day. You can stir it, you can blend it and enjoy it, knowing that you're supporting your body's natural detox process in less than 30 seconds a day. It's literally that easy. So get your daily detox on with Organifi Green Juice. You can shop Organifi Green Juice and all my favorites over at OrganifiShop.com slash FoodHeals. Use the discount code FoodHeals to save 20% off your green juice and everything else that you want from the site. You know I love their protein powders. You know I love the Organifi Glow. You know I love the Organifi Red Juice. Check it all out over at OrganifiShop.com dot com slash food heals and save 20% off your order using the discount code food heals. Chapter eight, the power of putting action behind the law of attraction by Adam Shibley. On July 12th, 2007, I hit rock bottom. I weighed 327 pounds. I had $40,000 in credit card debt. My career was at a dead end and the woman I fell in love with was moving away. I had become a full-on crap magnet and my close friends had taken notice. They started letting me borrow personal growth materials like books from Tony Robbins and there was this DVD called The Secret that two different friends sent in my direction. I remember getting home that evening and seeing the DVD that had been sitting on top of my DVD player for a couple of weeks collecting dust. For the first time, I felt like I was supposed to actually watch it. This was the first time I had ever been exposed to any sort of personal growth material in my life, and it set my soul on fire. For the first time in my life, I felt like I was the one who got to call the shots. In that moment, I was able to reclaim control over the direction of my life, and it all started with the law of attraction. That night, I sat down and decided what my life was going to look like in exactly five years from the current date. I wrote out every life goal that I would achieve, but I also knew that this wouldn't be enough. I had set goals before, and they ended up being lost in the shuffle of my busy life. I knew I had to have daily accountability to show up for my new life that I was determined to create for myself. You can't spell attraction without action, so I created what I refer to now as my lifestyle rehabilitation statement. The rules of my lifestyle rehabilitation statement were as follows. Number one, it had to be written in present tense. I was not allowed to say things like, I want to lose 100 pounds. Instead, I said, I've lost 100 pounds. Number two, it had to be super positive and full of energy. I was not allowed to say things like, I want to be free from debt. I didn't want to focus on a negative word like debt, so instead I wrote, I live my life with total satisfaction and abundance. Number three, it had to fire me up. If I started to not be excited about reaching one of the goals, I was allowed to change it. Number four, there had to be a strong why behind each goal statement, like I've lost 100 pounds and I feel amazing. I'm energized, confident, and comfortable in my own skin, and you can't get me to stop smiling. I lead by example for the people I love most. Number five, 
I had to read the statement out loud every single day, morning and night, until I achieved every goal or the five-year deadline passed. Now, if I've acquired one superhuman power in my life, it is that I am able to implement and take action consistently. Remember, the law of attraction doesn't work without action. So on I went. Every morning, I read my statement out loud as soon as I woke up. I read it with passion and energy and really tried to put myself into each goal I was striving for. I tried to feel what I would feel like in that moment when the goal was achieved. This set the tone for my day and focused me. I had my eyes open for opportunities to make progress toward one of my goals. Maybe I would meet someone who could help me with a new business idea, or maybe I would find a book that would help me figure out my debt situation. Before I started this process, I felt as though I were standing in a long, dark tunnel. There were doors of opportunity opening and closing, but I just couldn't see them. By using my lifestyle rehabilitation statement process, I was able to flip on the light switch and see the opportunities that were right there in front of me, and I could choose to take action. Every evening, I would end the day with another round of my statement. This was my accountability time. I knew that I absolutely had to move the needle in the right direction in at least one of my goal areas every single day. Even if I just pushed over the tiniest domino, it was still progress. So I would read my statement with purpose, passion, and positive energy. And then I would ask myself, Adam, did you show up for those goals today? If the answer was no, then I had to do something before I went to bed, no exceptions, because I realized that I was worth the effort. So maybe I would knock out a quick workout or read a business book for 20 minutes, but I always did something daily. I think that was a big deal because so many people get intimidated by their goals. It's like staring up at a giant mountain and saying, damn, that shit is way up there. And then the big scary question is asked, what if I fail? and we stop taking action, usually before we even get started. So instead of staring up at the peak of the mountain, I chose to focus on the next step right in front of me and winning the next moment of decision. The cool thing is that my momentum started to build. I found a couple of amazing books about reducing debt, and I put a plan of action into place. I immediately felt like I had stopped digging myself into a financial hole, and I was now in control. I made it a daily ritual to treat my body with the respect it deserves with things like proper nutrition, exercise, and brain food, reading books and blogs. I started to drop a lot of body fat and others started to ask me how to help them out. I joined a martial arts program and started making connections right away. I even worked up the courage to ask the owners if I could rent the floor space a few times a week to help my friends via a boot camp class and they said yes. And then there was that amazing woman that I was in love with who was moving away. Well, in a strange turn of events, her mortgage fell through and she ended up staying in town and needed a place to stay. Spoiler alert, it's now 12 years later, and as I write this, we are still married. On July 19th, 2012, I had achieved the dream life that I had mapped out five years and seven days earlier. I walked into my brand new 8,000 square foot fitness studio at 6 a.m. and there were over 100 people there ready to learn how to get healthy. I had lost over 100 pounds and become a leader in my community. 
I had helped my hometown clients lose over 35,000 pounds and counting. I had zero debt and I was well on my way to being mortgage-free as well. I was married to the woman of my dreams and our first child, Henry, was the most special thing that had happened to me so far. On that morning, my dream life became my reality because five years prior, I decided to put my foot down and realize that I had to be the hero of my own movie. I believe that the thing that got me from being a goal setter to being a goal achiever was that I was willing to show up for my goals and my dream life every damn day because I am worth it. And so are you, my friend. Adam Shibley, aka the PhD, previously heavy dude, is the host of the Million Pound Mission podcast. Adam personally lost over 100 pounds and then he helped his hometown lose over 35,000 pounds. Now he's on a mission to produce 1 million pounds of results around the world. Follow his journey at millionpoundmission.com. And Adam has appeared on Food Heals podcast episodes 235, 237, and 262. Just reading Adam's story aloud to you guys totally inspired me. I don't know about you, but I am going to go write my brand new lifestyle rehabilitation statement right now. If you're inspired, I hope you do too. Also wanted to mention that now Adam also has a new business since this book was published, so it's not in his bio, but you can learn all about him over at podcastingbusinessschool.com where he offers resources and services for podcast launch, growth, and monetization. All right, Food Heals Nation. Well, I hope you enjoyed those stories from the book. I've also got some interviews coming up for you. And then I've got the next episode, which will be the third installment of the Food Heals Book Club. That is going to feature stories from John Sally, Jackie Latran, Sophie Uliano, Jason Robel, and Nicole Dursway. And um, those will be coming up soon. I've also got some interviews coming up, as I said, and I'm not sure what's coming next because if the interviews come back from the editor uh, before I'm able to record these and I'll post some of the interviews or if I get done with these first because I'm editing these episodes myself because my perfectionism is taking over and um, (laughs) I want to do them myself, then these will come next. I'm also working on an episode of Ask Allie with all of the questions that you guys sent in, and some of them I didn't feel um, comfortable answering. So I'm bringing in a couple of experts to answer some of those questions, and then I'll put it all together for you in an episode of Ask Allie. So all that is coming up soon on Food Heals. And as always, let me know who you wanna hear from, what you wanna learn about, and how you're doing in the Food Heals Nation Facebook group, or DM me on Instagram at TV. All right. See you next time. Food Heals Nation. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately.